This is the show that puts an emphasis on the angles and edges that outstanding business people use. Today, we have a very special guest, Justin. I mean, where where do you go at that level? Right. So I'm guessing you... you I'm fairly certain my IQ is over 100. So I'm not yes. oh, The smart ones always make jokes about their IQ. Every, every time. The really smart ones, they make a joke about it. Um, so I knew you were going to say something like that, but, um, when you get over 160, you have a family. If we had a guy that did the law and order voiceovers, did the audio, I would have been terrible. Yes. (laughs) Right. Hello and welcome to the Scaling Edge. I am your host, Michael Brooks. This is the show that puts an emphasis on the angles and edges that outstanding business people use to accelerate growth and make their businesses better. Today, we have a very special guest, Justin, the PR Wu-Tang master, uh, was just asking me technical questions about how my brain functions, which uh, I wasn't, I was sadly unable to answer, but I'd like to know more about you, Justin, and and a little bit about your background, where you came from and how you got to where you are today. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, You know, go Lance, you wanted to do something that would last uh, 40 years uh, long-term and, uh, uh, I was this person before I was born, and the purpose of my life is to be connecting superhero for every visionary who shares their stories with the world. So not business owners, not humans, not consultants, just pure visionaries. And then I don't understand their world people. I've, I've never understood that. So only the world. Okay. Well, what's uh, what's the name of your company, Justin? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny that people spend all this time and money with the name of company and stuff. But um PR firm is Brepic, and then the uh, second company, uh, my partner and I, who's based in San Francisco, I'm in Chicago. We created LinkedIn uh, without the BS high price point invite only connectivity platform. That's called Brepic Network. The Brepic and the Brepic Network, uh, very cool. All right, yeah. so you know that this show is about finding the angles and edges, right? There's always the, the growth. People call them growth hacks. To me, that sounds like something. That happens at the dermatologist. Sounds like a scientist who doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's a it's about this is about figuring out how our audience can use angles and edges mm-hmm. to help grow their business. What what can you share from your experience? Oh yeah, can go back on how what what can they do to help accelerate growth by taking the benefit of your experience? Oh. Thanks. Um, for whatever it's worth, that that's why I wrote uh, it's an epic life. Um, uh, Dr. Peter Diamandis is one of top entrepreneurs on planet. Did forward. I'm very grateful for that. So people like him, they epic like life, him. the epic yeah. life book. I imagine it can be found on Amazon. Oh yeah, yeah, it's on the Wall Street Journal bestseller and all that. But, um, yeah, so hey, like yeah, right. the bestseller. There you <laughs> right. go. Yeah, 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 right. Um, no, I mean, so I was a journalist for 20 years. You don't get into that for employee count, revenue, office space. I don't care about any of that stuff. I've, I've done nothing outbound in years. Um, nothing. I've just learned that you create value for top people on planet. They create value for you. So the only two questions I ask myself every single day, uh, I only ask myself two questions every day that actually matter. Um, I found this other stuff, this business owner stuff takes care of itself. But uh, the two questions are one, did I have a good experience that day with my family? And then two, did network grow on a global level? 
Um, so business to me is just an extension of my purpose. I don't, you know, how do you, you create value for visionaries? That's a good landing the plane question. So again, purpose of my life is to be connecting superhero for every visionary who shares their stories with the world, the world, the, um, and then my brain turns everything into patterns. Most of my day, most of my day is talking to the world's top visionaries. So again, not humans, not consultants, not, not small business owners, top visionaries. And most of them, not all, but most of them are all over the place. They're endless ideators, futurists, and they're, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I simplify all that into patterns. So the formula, the hack, whatever, whatever the process, the formula for creating a successful global company is very simple. It's very simple. So you see a problem, create solution, problem solve, successful global company. See a problem, create solution, problem solve, successful global company. So first company, I was a journalist for 20 years, created entire business based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. I, I don't know what PR firms do. They annoyed me. So created solution, problem solve. And then the, I hear the same problem uh, over and over and over, no matter where someone's located, no matter what they do. I don't care how big a company is. That's meaningless to me. I hear the same problem. We're tired of being best secret. We want to be in more news media. It's usually at a global level to create more validity and credibility. So see a problem, create solution, problem solve. So we have partners all over the world, all verticals except politics, because um, I just ignore politics. And then uh, all business sizes. It doesn't It doesn't matter because it just solves the problem. The see a problem, the create a solution. Problem solved. So the difference between visionaries, humans, business owners, consultants is the visionary will do whatever it takes to create the solution. Everyone else makes an excuse. At the highest level, there are no excuses. You just figure it out. That's what separates visionaries from everyone else. And we only partner with visionaries, visionaries who live in abundance, not scarcity. There is no scarcity. It's only abundance. And who look at things as investments, not costs. So Anyone who asks, what are your cost or charge? I never talk to that person again because they're living in business world, uh, consultant world. So if somebody comes up and wants to invest in your service, or what you do, yes, what do they get? Yes, that's a fair question. So they get it. By the way, all of this is on company's website. There are no tricks, no gimmicks. Anyone could literally take this. It's fine. There's At the highest level, there is no competition, only collaboration. So all our firm does. Literally, we do one thing for one type of person. Simplify their story. Becomes a link on partner's website under news or blog. So it looked like a story you see in, I don't know, New York Times, Chicago Treatment. It does, that doesn't matter. Take that link, send it to media. Media is immediately interested and then put them in touch with the partner. That's it. So they're no longer the best kept secret. So you amplify the voice and the image and Prior to being best kept secret. They're no longer the best. Yes. Amplify, activate, simplify. Very simple. What percentage of the visionaries you work with are either ADD, ADHD, or on the autism 90%. Great. I'm giving you a I've never clapped during an interview. Never. That's one of the best questions everyone, anyone's ever asked. Thank you. I actually you want- clap at myself all the time. Great. That's Maybe awesome. just because I'm impressed with myself so much. I'm just kidding. Uh I, I did the uh, I did the Ritalin when I was a kid. I don't of know course. why. Doctor well, said, just, "Here you go." Uh, mm-hmm. Later, I found out it was a light form of methamphetamine, so <laughs> I just kind of stopped. What oh, have right. you been diagnosed with? Ah, okay. 
So I well no I've been diagnosed with nothing. However, my my brain simplifies everything to patterns. So this is what a visionary actually is. Again, not a human, not a business owner. People like us are usually aliens within our own family, community, and verticals. The only people that understand us are top entrepreneurs on planet. So that's the only people I talk to because they're the only ones. So there are four types of visionaries, only four. One, ADD, ADHD. That's most of the people I talk to. So that's idea, 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 shiny object, shiny object, shiny object, shiny object. Okay. Uh, so just all over the place. Most of those people are the ones that, that create companies that change the world. The second is what my wife, who is a doctor, has unofficially diagnosed me, diagnosed me with minor Asperger's. Um, I'm dead last in empathy on strength finders, second to last on includer. For people like us, endless inclusion, endless empathy. I do not understand people who make excuses. It's completely illogical to me. Third is dyslexia. Uh, 30% of high performing entrepreneurs. Yeah. So people like you always I got nod. the dyslexia one. Of I course. That, I, I already know one. the answer. That's the, I know the, when you know the answer, you eliminate the non answer. That's my point. And then my the grandfather fourth, said, uh, Oh, you're lazy. Oh, no. I said, oh, they, said, they said, I'm dyslexic. He's like, You mean lazy? Right. So I've never talked to you before, but I already know who you are because I know the answer. So you eliminate the non answer and you just focus on the answer and you connect the so answer. So what's the answer? The answer is the aliens connecting to aliens, the ones who change the world. It eliminates, you just create your own world. You go Lance as you created your own world that you could live in it for 40 years. I mean, it's not, it's, you just created it. And then the fourth, the fourth um, is uh, incredibly high IQ and or EQ. Um, 140 and above, 140 and above is uh, genius IQ. That's less than 1% of the population. The lowest IQ of anyone I've talked to in the last two years is 129. That's still incredibly smart for a human. The highest IQ of anyone I've talked to is 173. That person was not a human in any capacity. When you get over 160, there's like no human understanding. Uh, most what happens people, to somebody at 160? Do they look at other humans as like mosquitoes? That they can just swat on their arm? Like, does it yeah. affect their empathy or understanding? Like, do yeah. they just go? Or is it like, these are nice puppies. You don't want to hurt a puppy. But we should sterilize them. I mean, where where do you go at that level? Right. So I'm guessing you... you, you I'm fairly certain my IQ's over 100. So I'm impressed. Yeah, so the smart ones always make jokes about their IQ. Every, every time. The really smart ones, they make a joke about it. Um, so I knew you were going to say something like that, but, um, when you get over 160, do you have a family? I do. Uh, did I do. you marry a human, like a teacher? Uh, I did not marry a human. Uh, and? no, uh, she's and? not one of the lizard people, but, uh, she's, she's a wonderful person. We're still great friends, but we're not, uh, we're not married right. anymore, but we right. do have, uh, a couple of alien children. I'm very right. certain. Okay. No. Well, one, thank you for telling me that usually people like us marry a stabilizing human. My wife's a pediatrician. Otherwise, it's a disaster because there's no stabilization. That's um, the so problem I, that she always said was this, this is weird. I feel like you could write a script. She likes I already know nice the answer. Stable. Didn't didn't okay. happen. That's well, right. Not- I okay, great. So thank you. I appreciate that. Again, like all this business owner stuff is nonsense to me because when you know the answer, here's the answer. So people like us usually marry a teacher, um, not always, obviously, uh, a teacher, social worker. Uh, <laughs> I talked to somebody yesterday. He married a kindergarten teacher. That was a funny one. Um, a lawyer, an ing- a human, because otherwise it's it's chaos. It's chaos. And then our two sons are both aliens with my mm-hmm. wife's empathy. 
and love, which is which is great. Um, but my wife taught me how to say thank you to people. And I mean, you think the opposite of me, it, that would be that would be my wife. But like, no, are there that's different kind of, planets these aliens are from. Like, I feel like I'm hmm. definitely from planet ADD. Well, you, people like us. Are, OK, great. So when before we hit record, I asked if you were ADD and you said you don't believe in diagnosis. And now you said you're planet ADD. So but I knew I could tell. All right. So anyway. Um, all right. Let me let me focus on the 160 IQ. When you get over that, there's no basically no human comprehension. So what is I didn't that? believe in diagnosis until we talked and you knew everything that was about me before I right. said it. So you changed my mind on that. Thanks. I appreciate that. So people like you really like me because I just connect them to people like you so they can actually talk to someone who understands them. So it eliminates outbound sales, gimmicks, funnels, marketing, all that nonsense. I don't the I don't noise. It's all yeah. So my life is <laughs> talking to people like us. And they're like, where have you been all my life? Well, I'm right here. You're just it's hard to find at first. But then I just I'm serendipitous me. What does that do to the self-esteem of people? So you said like 90, 80, 90% ah! have have like uh ADD or, or one of these diagnoses. <laughs> you find that these visionaries are do they have you had a two-part question? Do you find that they that it affects their self-esteem? I'm gonna guess yes. And if it does, what part of that is a driving factor in getting stuff done? Okay. So one, you have a very high IQ because you're a pattern recognizer. That's what that's what it is. And again, when you get over 160, the um, because I'm gonna answer that question because you asked it. Um uh I know the guy who's 173, he has a human girlfriend. Uh, she's very nice. He will not go out in public with her because he cannot pretend to be someone else. He can't do it. And I'm 139 IQ. My wife also is. So I'm like a bridge between bridge between genius and human. So here, this is what separates 139. Yes. Yeah, so I'm one below genius, but I can, I'm a bridge, but let okay. me answer your question because you're going to, I you're with your brain. You're going to keep wanting to ask questions, but I want to answer your actual question. Yes. So the, right. So, but I can tell you're like, boom, 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 boom. So, um, okay. So with, with what an entrepreneur is, this is what an actual entrepreneur is and not a silver spoon. Not that's a fundamental difference. So I've not met one person like us, not one in the last in the last two years, that is not at least three of these four things. Most of the people I talk to now are all four. Most are all four. So this is what separates aliens from humans. One, bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. Two, depression. Three, highest level of anxiety that you can imagine. Four, likely and or possible traumatic experiences as a child or young adult. So humans, business owners, consultants, those are excuses. This could be your life. Sounds terrible. Well, okay. it doesn't sound like a choice, does it? It's well, it's not. So entrepreneurs are the most damaged people with the best coping skills. So they have the highest IQ, highest EQ, most courage, and then they use those coping skills to create all this stuff, which is fine. I mean, they change the world, but many times at expense of family, anything meaningful, they torch their family in the process or never have a family. So Epic Life is how to build collaborative global companies. While putting your loved ones first, I mean. So you a, find these deeply broken, but they find impactful. me. I, I, I haven't done anything. You, you connect with these deeply broken but fascinating visionaries. Yes, man, you're. They very find you. Yes, yeah. So and I, you, you I engage with them. The and you I pull the story out of their heart. Yes, and amplify it to the world. 
Yeah. And then what comes back to them for that? Well, you'd have to ask them that. I just like to connect them. But one, they're no longer the best secret. Two, they get to share their story with the world. Three, they get to meet people like us that become collaborators, investors, partners. Uh, Four, they create an entire new network of people that understand them. I mean, you basically create your own economy with that. So that's like, and again, in terms of business owner stuff, I don't care about that stuff. Like that doesn't matter to me. So if someone is worried about revenue or sales based on an intro, they're not, <laughs> they're still a their world person. Where The people in my network are, they're way beyond that. They've already changed their world. They want to change the world. So it's other people that will help them do that. So your, your focus is visionary. Visionary comes to you, a deeply broken person. And, uh, I, and I mean, that's what they are. I mean, a deeply broken person comes to you and is looking to change the world. What angles and edges do you have for them? What, what, ah, okay. what angles or what's, what's your edge that they can use to help elevate maybe and it's elevate their life so that they can be better, have better relationships, connect with people better. What, 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 and, and, and you know, grow their business and grow their vision product what what is it that that you would say is a is the most useful angle that these people can use to Mm. elevate life man your brain wow um your brain so we do one thing for one type of person i mean that's it so media only i was a journalist for 20 years right so media only cares about two things only only two. One is a good story, which everyone has. What you've overcome in life, what inspires you. Deeply broken people have overcome the most, and they're the most inspirational. So that's that's one. They just don't know how to do that because they're not trained as journalists. Um, so the edge is taking their pain and turning it into power. Well, again, thank you. Yes, but so that's what I mean. Entrepreneurs, those four things... Those are not excuses. Those are the fuel. That's the that's the motivator. That's what entrepreneur life actually is. Uh, this sunshine and rainbows and posing in front of a nice car. That's all. That's all nonsense. <laughs> it's just complete nonsense. It's a cover up from the trauma. So it's funny because like when I talk to people and they lead with like, uh, uh. Like, oh, we made this list. And I only mentioned the Wall Street Journal thing because you asked about the book. But like, they like they lead with this list or I had a big exit or, uh, you know, if they, they if they say three or more of those things. I was talking to a guy in England last week and he kept saying, oh, I founded a two billion dollar company. That's the first I was watching him go around. And he kept introducing himself as the I'm like the guy. He's like, I'm the guy that founded the two billion dollar company. Or I'm sorry, it was two billion pounds. Excuse me, two billion pounds. And 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 that's how he identified himself. That was 20 years ago. He did that. So I'm like, like, so I always ask people like that. So how's your family? Or and you know, how are you doing? And then many times they met horrible divorce, no family relationship, because they're just covering up their damage with with all this stuff. I mean, again, that's why I wrote the book because you don't have to you don't have to destroy your family or not have a family for this life. It's actually collaborative. By putting so that's a, I mean, that's an angle and an edge, right? Because it's, it's you end up tearing formula. everybody apart around you when you're. Why when you're would you building. do that? 
It's illogical. I think it's it, it might be illogical, but it's natural to the broken person. 100% because they're the most damaged with best coping skills, and they use coping skills to create all this stuff at expense. And they don't know. Correct. So if you are a deeply broken, damaged visionary, the Epic Life, Epic Life book is a must. Is a must. I think I'm going to go read it tonight. Is Thank it an audio book? I'm a oh, really yeah. fast If we had a guy that did reader. the Law and Order voiceovers, did the audio, I would have been terrible. Do, 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 yes. Do. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Have you done your IQ, by the way? Uh, I have not. I stay away okay. from those types of tests. I know you do, but you're you're at least 150. That's not a compliment, by the way. That's Thank a, you. I don't um, take it as a compliment. It's not. It's <laughs> but you're. Not, I don't think you're over 160. I don't think so. Which Probably is not. Good. That's good. I would say 150s. I don't even have a driver's license, so I'm pretty sure not much. I not. I don't like to drive. That doesn't surprise me. And I mean, your brain. Wow. Do you sleep? Do you sleep? Solid four to five hours a night. Yeah, I'm surprised it's that much. I'm surprised. Your brain um, is, man, wow. Ooh. Well, I'm sending this to my mom after this. And I bet as a kid, I, did they just give you, years. I bet you they gave you your own classroom in school or put you on the playground or a hall pass. Like, get out uh, of here. They put me in special ed in school. Of course. They put me in special There was literally kids in diapers right. while I was in fourth mm-hmm. grade. Yeah, of course. Uh, and they don't so know I what turned, to do with <laughs> to violence and then of course uh, yeah you're you know, to this day I, I finally brought up because it was painful to talk about because it felt shameful and i was with my mm-hmm. brother and a friend of his that's very successful and i mentioned my philosophy on school and i said yeah you know they put me in the special ed my brother turns to me he's like that's because you were an idiot <laughs> no you're not an I'm idiot like, you're just not human how are those uh how are those teachers doing today no, you know, no, no, like, no. look at, look back. Maybe, maybe I was, maybe I just had a natural aversion to what I think is poison and garbage. We homeschooled our kids for the last eight years. Smart. And they Good wanted idea. to put my son on Ritalin. And of course. Uh, to me, it was, it was tantamount to a drug dealer saying, let's connect, let's, let's uh, hook him up. Let's put a meth in meth addiction in him. Right. And I was like, uh, no, okay, <laughs> my great. wife actually pushed it. She said, look, I'm, it's the smallest amount. I want to try it for a week. So I agreed to a week and then we interviewed his teacher and she said, oh, it's been great. And I was like, well, what, what, <laughs> what has been great? So oh, he does exactly what I tell him. He follows instructions. I was uh, like, but academically, and this is by the way, you want to talk about otherworldly humans. This kid's, yeah. I mean, he, his memory is, mm-hmm. You tell him what your birthday is. He'll tell you what day a week it was in, in 1978. Like, it, like, and I'm not joking. So it, it I was, uh, I, I, I kept going around with the teacher going, Hey, is he better at school? Is it helping him academically? No, but he does what I need him to do. I said, okay, so you want me to put the, get my kid addicted to meth so that your job <laughs> is easier. I, I'll just take <laughs> care of my kid. And then that was it. And then everyone's like, what about the socialization? What about the socialization of homeschool? He's not friends. Right? All right. So we've got our angle. We've got our edge. Brian, you are a fascinating person. I don't know who Brian is. Justin. But I appreciate Justin. that. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to edit that out. I, I don't like sounding like an idiot. I have to cover up my deeply brokenness. No, I just last name. I'm sorry, Justin. That's Justin. not funny. I'm sorry. Uh, but again, like I have endless empathy for people like you. I feel your pain at the height. I mean, I can just feel it. 
my intuition is so far off the charts like i can just feel it and then a regular human and over man- zoom that's not bad you can oh that doesn't matter who cares no, no. no there's uh well there you go um justin this has been fascinating <laughs> i want people to find you i want people to invest in you i think what you're doing is is uh very helpful Thank to you. to the disenfranchised visionary all around the world. Oh, oh, disenfranchised visionary. Was that was that too much? Was, no, because I'm almost saying, dead last in ideation. But when I hear a great idea, my top three are activate, maximize, achieve. Disenfranchised visionary would be a great uh, book for you. That would be a good book title for you. Disenfranchised vision. The, yeah. There you go. The marginally functioning disenfranchised visionary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Justin, where do people find you? Uh, Epic life. Where's the best place to get it? Where do they find your business? Give me your coordinates. Give me your details. People need to know you. They need to seek you out. Okay. You are changing the world. What do you got? Thank you. Uh, com. B R E P I C L L C.com is the, main site. So thank you very much. Repic. Uh, go there, be there, connect with Justin. If you're an outstanding visionary and, uh, and, and share be be no longer the world's best kept secret, share your, turn your pain into power and share it with the world. It's time. Justin, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being a part of our program. Thank you for sharing your edge here on the Scaling Edge. We appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you, my friend. Great honor being here.